Welcome to Broads, Books, and Booze. This is your host, Jamie. And Monica. Hello, hello. Hello, friends. Yay, hooray. Welcome back to Season 5 with our continued theme of identity. So this month we actually have an essay instead of a book. And you may be questioning, why only an essay? I'm like, well, because it was written and published on January 1st. 1826. <laughs> yes, so definitely needed to dig in a little. Yeah. To, it took a while to get through it. Can't just skim it. No. It's not <laughs> like a quick, easy read, like, oh yeah, I totally agree with you. William Hazlitt, no problems. It was like, hmm, what is he saying here? Hmm, this sentence is really long. <laughs> <laughs> I know what all of those words mean, but all together in a sentence, I'm not really sure. <laughs> That's exactly how I described it to a friend of ours. I was like, I understand all the words, but together it's a little more complicated. I'm like, I think I might be too tired for this. I picked this because it was short <laughs> and it had an interesting concept because it's on the pleasure of hating. I'm like, ooh, that seems interesting. So I'm like, I, I think we should do that. And I think we were both pleasantly surprised that once we dug into it, it was indeed interesting. It was. Yeah. So <clears throat> I came up with some questions for us. Mm-hmm. And the first question is, what is the significance of the title? Do you find it meaningful? Why or why not? Well, I thought it was meaningful um, because it really gives a glimpse of exactly what the essay is about and it really makes you it puts it puts you in the position to think about it as it relates to you I thought like on the pleasure of hating and then I'm like hmm do I get pleasure from hating things is that how I am like I just thought it was a very um intriguing title I think so too because he he's not saying like oh if you're not well enlightened, you you do this. He's like, we all do this. This is part of human nature. This is who we are. This is what we do, and we like it. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't judgmental in any way. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm like, hmm, this is even more intriguing. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I definitely have some hate feelings going on about some things. But <clears throat> uh, would you have given the book a different title? Well, I... I had thought of this when I was in the car and the radio was on. And I think it could be called Dirty Laundry. You know, that <laughs> 1980s Don Henley song? <laughs> I think it totally fits. Like, it's like the modern equivalent of this essay, I think. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <clears throat> I'm not going to sing it for you. You'll just have to look it up. <laughs> Why not? Good grief. So, what were some of the main themes of this book? Okay, so, some of the main themes, okay. So, I I think the whole point of it is that we can recognize that hate and that displeasure that we have within us, like, like, the the wanting to watch a house fire and watch the house burn down or being interested in, like, the drama of other people. Um, we can recognize that within ourselves, but also choose not to act on it. So I think the, the main theme of the essay was um, for awareness. Like to, to be aware of yourself and to not um, 
just to not realize that we don't have to jump into action on these feelings that we have. That was just my take. What was your take? I, I had the feeling that he was really talking about how this is part of our natural inclination as human beings. And I highlighted some quotes from the book. And one of my favorite ones was, we burn Guy Fox in effigy and the hooting and buffeting and maltreating of that poor tattered figure of rags and straw makes a festive in every village in England once a year. And I was just like, huh, yeah, yeah. sure does. <laughs> I definitely have that one written down also. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's, he's talking about how um, the pleasure of hating it, it gets into like, um, into the heart of yourself, into religion, and how it really, it kind of, like, makes, um, it just makes everything into this, like, nasty business, like, you know, patriotism, and religion, and, you know, just, like, he's got a lot of negative feelings about, uh, doctrine, religious doctrine, uh, about certain political ideologies. He doesn't seem very friendly to the crown. And I I mostly believe that from a different essay of his, but I wrote, but it still comes off in this too. And he definitely has some feelings, strong feelings about slavery. Too. Yeah. He seemed quite progressive for his I time. Know. I feel that way too. Yeah. I, I like, feel like if you get past the... The language, language that he's actually very relatable to a lot of the things that's still going on today, which actually was one of the quotes that I had highlighted, which I thought was hilarious. Um, so he starts off the essay talking about this spider and how we all hate <laughs> spiders and the spiders creeping along. But, you know, he's rather enlightened. So he just, you know, lets the spider escape. He doesn't smash it or anything like that. And he said, it will take another hundred years to care and have compassion. <laughs> you know, say, for example, for spiders. And I was like, like nope. nope. <laughs> Still not happening. <laughs> Still hate the spider. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same way, too, that what was written down was very much relevant to today. And that it was sort of like a sad state of affairs of how we behave and how we think. But 200 years isn't really a whole lot to change how humans think, behave, and feel. I thought that, too. It's like, in one hand, it seems like so long ago, and it's so long ago that our language has changed so much. But then again, it's really like, I mean, 200 years is really just like two really long-lived people, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's just like a, a, a drop in the bucket of evolution. Right. It's like not very long for our brains to develop and move on and come to this microculture that we're in right now. Our brains are still on the savanna. I wish we could discuss that with our brains. 
So what did you think of the writing style and the content structure of the book? Well, I thought um, you really need to be prepared to Google a lot. Like one of my favorite ones to Google was like, it was something to vent your spleen upon, oh, which yeah. meant like basically it was something that like got you worked up or angry or upset about. I was like, why does he talk so much about the spleen? I'm like, what's up with the spleen? I mean, like, come on. It, yeah, it just filters your blood. But really, why the spleen? So much spleen. I feel like i read that back then they um attributed certain emotions like corresponded to certain organs or parts of the body i don't know if that's true or not but i feel like i read that <laughs> i think that's accurate yeah but you know otherwise i feel like the writing style was rather informal even though it you know it was hard for us to read i feel like at the time it would have been very informal i was thinking myself if this had been if if I could or somebody could translate this into a modern day uh like speak it would be phenomenal yeah I think uh, so too I I thought that also that it would be very relevant to to what people are going through today yeah so how important was the time period or the setting of the story I didn't think it was very much at all I like you said I think it's um it's kind of universal and other than the verbiage, it really wasn't relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was just going to say universal. And you said universal. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I was thinking the same thing. That's because we're on the same brainwave. <laughs> we're really together today. Yes. Monica like helped herself to my house. I was like, oh, my heart's so happy. Yes. It's like your house is my house, whether you like it or not. <laughs> were, were there any quotes or passages that stood out to you? Yes, I have two. So my first one is, if mankind had wished for what is right, they might have had it long ago. <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, and then my other one was, um, people watch a fire to see it burn, not extinguished. But it's, it's better extinguished, but it diminishes the interest. <laughs> I think those two quotes really, really sum up the flavor of this essay. How about yours? What were yours? Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> I confess it makes me hate the very name of fame and genius when works like these are gone into the waste of time while each successive generation of fools is busily employed in reading the trash of the day and women of fashion gravely join with their waiting maids in discussing the preference between the Paradise Lost and Mrs. Moore's Loves of the Angels. It felt like he was trash talking people that watch reality TV. I was just like, ooh, burn. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. And then, like, I read another, like, uh, professor talking about how he teaches class about this. And you know how everyone hates the Kardashians? And I was just like, ooh, that goes along with my highlight. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. That's the, the vibe. Big burn there. <laughs> was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, and I really like this one, too. It's like, how often is the rose plucked from the forehead of a virtuous love to plant a blister there? I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, he was like, we hate our old friends. We hate our old school. We hate, you know, old things, just, like, old stuff. We hate it, and then we move on. And I was just like, hmm, okay. Well, I think it does take a lot of, um, like... I really have to be aware of it and like remind myself 
not to succumb to that, you know, to that wanting to gossip or, you know, to not be judgmental of other people. I don't want to be like that. But sometimes, like, it's coming out of my mouth before I even realize it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sometimes it just happens. And I think I'm be much, much better at it now than I used to be. But it really does take some effort, especially when you get swept up in a conversation with other people, you know? Yeah, it becomes a habit. And yeah. then you have to, like, become mindful of, of this is not who I want to be. This mm -hmm. is not how I want to converse with people. And mm -hmm. it's hard. It is. How did the book make you feel? It made me feel a little bit ashamed of myself. <laughs> Honestly, it did. Because, <laughs> no. you know, I am one of those people like, ooh, fire, you know? <laughs> and, and it's a terrible thing that happens to people. Sometimes they lose everything and it's sad. Yeah. And it's horrible. But I do, it is exciting. Why is that? I don't know. It is exciting when the kids were little. They loved the fire truck. And it would be so exciting to see it going down the... The, the street and you're like ooh, ooh, ooh there goes the fire truck I'm like well somebody's having a bad day but that was pretty cool yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. definitely made me think I I would say that it made me feel um sort of sad for humanity that it's so much easier for us to separate ourselves than it is to bring us together yeah and it made me think about tribalism and how uh, one of the best ways to get people together is to hate the same group yeah. like oh you like the bears Ugh. Yeah. you know we hate the bears we're Packer fans and I'm just throwing that out there because yeah. I don't do sports sports ball hooray <laughs> are there any books that you would compare this one to I couldn't think of anything did you come up with anything I did not come up with anything yeah that was a was tough very question sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but <clears throat> I came up with these questions, and I was like, these look like pretty good questions. I think we can work with this, and then yeah. I was like, hmm, I can't answer that one. Yeah, it was, there was too much of a pool to pull from. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything that has affected me in the same way that I've read recently enough that it came to mind. I do love people that write essays. Like, some of my favorite people that write essays are um, Augusta Burroughs. David Sedaris, Ginny Lawson, uh, Samantha Irby. I mean, like, I do like essays. I do like reading. With, oh, uh, Roxanne Gay writes mm -hmm. a lot of them, too. But I don't think anything that they wrote really was similar to this. I think it's a good idea. Maybe somebody should, like, come up with a modern uh, translation of it. That would be so much fun. Like, please tell me what this really means in, like, regular English. Right. For a dumb American. <laughs> what do you think the author's goal was in writing this? Well, what I, what I had, I wrote out a note for this one especially because I was like, huh, what is the message? So what I wrote is, is that there's a little hope for man to be, okay, that there is little hope for man okay. to be inherently good unless we bring the pleasure of hating we have within ourselves to light. Like we can't, we can't get over it until we see where we're doing it 
in each part of our lives. Like if we're talking and we're gossiping about the same person that we always gossip about, to stop and say, ooh, you know, I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to talk about this person, you know? And then I think the, and yeah, the message is to be aware of like our own hypocrisy in relation to that, you know? Right. So I, I highlighted a, a part of, of it that uh, I'm going to read right now. The pleasure of hating like a poisonous mineral eats into the heart of religion and it turns it into wrinkling spleen and bigotry. Spleen again. <laughs> it makes patriotism an excuse for carrying fire, pestilence, and famine into other lands. It leads us to virtual nothing but the spirit of censor, censor, iorousness, censorous, sorry, words hard, <laughs> and a narrow, jealous, and inconsequential watchfulness over the actions and motives of others. And I thought, oh, this is really good because this is saying that we take this pleasure of hating and we use it as a reason to treat other people bad. Uh, yeah. And that makes us virtuous because we hate those people because they're bad. Yeah. And I felt that was like a really huge part of why he wrote it. Yeah. It's like we use this and as an excuse to dehumanize other people, go in and do whatever we want because we enjoy doing that. Yeah, and it, that real us and against them mentality, but on a huge scale. Right, right. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about our beverage while we're halfway through? Yes, we liked our white Russians so much that we had them again. <laughs> this time, Jamie had some awesome like chocolate sauce to put on the, on the glass, and mm -hmm. Kahlua is good with me any way it comes. Yeah, and I was just like, we're going to go in half and half. We're going heavy cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely worth it. It's very indulgent. Yes. I may be feeling sick later. It's definitely a dessert drink, for sure. <laughs> Did your opinion of this essay change as you read it? Um, you know, I would say yes, it did, but it not really for the reason that you think. I, I think just the more I read it, I did read it a couple times, and the more I looked things up, I just literally understood it better. I don't think it was, um, you know, just like, I thought it was about one thing, and then it was about another. I think it was just, oh, I get what that means now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what did I get myself into? Oh my gosh, Monica's going to be so angry with me. Well, I'm glad we didn't have to read all of the essays, or I would have had to pull all-nighter like in school. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, I skipped a couple questions. What did you learn from this book? Oh, what did I learn from this book? I learned that I have strong feelings of hate towards things that I didn't realize I did. Well, I think I learned that I am one of those people that likes um, the sensationalism. You know what I mean? Even, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, but I know now that like lots of human beings are like me. But like when the pandemic started... Like, it's like, ooh, this is bad. <laughs> you know? 
like damage report and it's, every day. Yeah. And it really hit those dopamine buttons, if you know what I mean. But then on the other hand, I'm like, ooh, I'm bad because people are really, you know, getting sick and dying this, and yeah. stuff. So like it was really conflicting for me. Yeah. This is not good for people. Ugh. Let me read as much about it as I possibly can. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Oh, it's so terrible. Doomsday. Oh, let me read more. This is making me feel bad. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That was me. It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, uh, would you recommend this book to a friend? You know, I think it would really, really depend on the friend. Like, it would have to be somebody who enjoys thinking about themselves and their feelings and as it compares to humanity as a whole. A philosophical friend, if you will. Mm. I would go with that, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> was the book satisfying to read? I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was. Like, I I felt like he made his point, but he didn't sanctimoniously make his point. He included himself in this, you know. I think that's a big reason why it's so relevant mm. is because he realizes like from my own introspection I'm doing these things. Yeah, it could have been it fits into our identity. Yeah. It yeah. could have been an entirely different read if it was like you do this, you know. Yeah. And I'm over here and I'm perfect and yeah. I don't do any of those things and he's over there like, yeah, I have these friends and I just hate them and I see them and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that made it that made it really relevant and satisfying, yes. <laughs> If you could talk to the author, what burning question would you want to ask? Well, my question I wrote is, do you think that there's hope for mankind to get pleasure from things like love and helping others and positivity? Yeah. Because I think that's the thing that we all say that we want, right? Right. And, and it's like the heart of like the, you know, let's have a utopian society and everybody, if we could all just get along and... You know, but is there hope for us that we could actually do this? I don't know. Yeah. I uh, I feel like our brains aren't there yet. Yeah. And you know, maybe we need a couple hundred years more. <laughs> if we still survive that long. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I know. Yeah. I know. It was a tough one, and it really, it really made you think about who, who you are, which is you know, perfect addition to our identity series, I thought. Who are you really? Yeah. We are all these little hate buckets walking around. These little <laughs> judgy buckets. <laughs> yeah. We're lining up to watch the dumpster fire. <laughs> there it goes. Yeah. Wow. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> We're terrible people. <laughs> I can, I can definitely say that I'm a terrible person some of the times. So I'm like, I'm a terrible person, and I like it. And then when I read this, I was like, oh my oh. gosh, yes, I am a terrible person, and I do like it. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think as a whole, I think we're getting much better. I know, I know that we try to be aware of what we're doing when we're doing it and not just reacting you know not just having a reaction but like having a reply so 
you know, who knows? Maybe in our wise old age, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't really have that much hope for us. <laughs> I'm like, maybe we'll we'll evolve into another species that's nice. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I don't count on it though. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I, maybe the planet will explode first. Like, fireball! And we'll be there like, ooh, this is bad. <laughs> Look at it coming. <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was per- there, was there anything else? I think that was a perfect ending, actually. <laughs> World destroying meteor. We're really excited and happy to watch it happen, although slightly also terrified and horrified. That pretty much sums up humanity. <laughs> what a very positive ending to our podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Yeah. And we will see you next month. Bye. Bye.